I want to play a game. Now, how many of you know what a decision is? A decision. Raise your hand if you heard that word, decision. Do you know that on average, a person makes 35,000 decisions every day? 35,000. You think about that? You made 35,000 decisions today. Should I get up? Should I turn off my alarm clock? What color shirt should I wear? We're going to play a little game here. I'm going to call it big decision, small decision. I'm going to name a decision. I just want you to shout out big or small. We're going to make some determinations, all right? So let's start off with uh, now some of you may think this is big or small. What flavor ice cream would you get if you went to Dairy Queen? Is that a big decision or a small decision? All right, I can hear my ice cream lovers saying, that's a big decision, Pastor Chris. That's a big one. All right, here, how about um, play video games or go outside? Is that a big decision? Raise your hand if you think that's big. Or let's be honest, do we think that's kind of a small? Now, let me explain what I mean by big and small. Some decisions, when you make them, everyone listen up, when you make decisions, they impact your life in a in a very tough way. Sometimes they cause major consequences in your life, right? Some decisions you make bring major blessings into your life. Now, we can say a small decision like picking your ice cream or maybe uh, what, what color shirt you're going to wear today. Those are, those are kind of small. They don't, they don't really, eh, you get to pick another shirt tomorrow. You can change later on. It's not really big. It's not going to impact your life. But there are some decisions. How about this one? Be honest or tell a lie. When, when you know you're, when you're in trouble, is that a big or a small decision? See, that's a big decision. Listen, whether you're honest or you tell a lie, that's something that deals with your character. It's called in- integrity. It deals with, you know, that's a, that's a bad habit you could, you could form in your life and you could become... A continuous liar, and, and that could really lead you to some bad places. So we have big decisions. We have small decisions. What about this one? Uh, who will you marry? Choosing who you'll marry. Is that big or is that a small? How, how many of you say big? All right. How many of you are going to get married anytime soon? Anybody in here? Yeah. The boys are like, no, no way. Listen, I hope you get married one day to that special someone. But we don't have to worry about that at VBS. But we would say that's a big decision, right? That's a really important one. All right. Um, when I was 12, I made a decision in my life. I wouldn't say it was a small decision. And I, I wouldn't say it was a big decision. I've got an illustration so you understand how important this is. It was the most important decision. See, you've got big decisions you'll make. You'll make choices every day. Choose to be honest. Maybe one day you get to choose who you marry choose where you go to college, but there's one decision that I made when I was 12. Um, I went to go visit a pastor with my dad, and uh, any of you know a pastor? Hey, I'm one. You're looking at one. Now you know me, right? Listen, 
back then when I was 12, I, I hadn't gone to church a whole lot. Uh, many of you, uh, you know, I actually never went to VBS. I, I've never been to one until I was a pastor. Go figure. I just, we never went to church when I was younger. And uh, so the first time I went to go see a pastor, I wasn't sure, like, you know, should I trust him? Should I, what, what's he going to say? What, what does a pastor do? But he was a really nice guy, and he talked to me, Pastor Tim. And Pastor Tim talked to me in his office about Jesus. You guys know that name. You guys heard a lot about Jesus this week. And uh, he told me about Jesus. He told me who Jesus was, that he was God's son, came to earth, lived a perfectly sinless life. He told me Jesus never lied once, never cheated once, never stole anything once, never did anything wrong. Jesus was perfect. He was perfect his whole life. So that one day, Jesus, who was perfect, could take the place of someone that wasn't perfect. That was me. See, I sinned. I understood that, and the pastor told me about that. I had lied. I had disobeyed my parents. I had some bad attitudes a lot of times. Angry, mean to people, called people names. Did, did things that are wrong. And uh, I knew I was a sinner that day. And that day I made a decision that... It wasn't just, wasn't like what kind of ice cream do I want, um, which at Dairy Queen, it would be a cookie dough blizzard, by the way. Um, that, that is important. It wasn't who I would marry, wasn't making that decision, but it was huge. It was the most important decision. It was a decision that changed my life. This is the one most important decision. This decision, out of, listen, some of the decisions, they change your life on earth, right here. This decision changes your whole life on earth, but it also decides where you spend forever after you die. See, a lot of you wonder, what, what happens? What happens to a person after they die? And the Bible gives us those answers that people that know Jesus as their Savior. See, that's, that's what I came in when I was 12. I, I made this decision. I prayed. I said, God, I know that I'm a sinner. Jesus, I know that you died for me. Jesus, I ask you the best way I know how to forgive me of all my sin and take me to heaven when I die. And I believe that Jesus was who he said he was. I believe he died on the cross for me. I believe he rose again from the dead, like the Bible says. And that decision changed my life, and it changed not only this life, but my forever. From that day, when I made that decision, I now had a new eternal destiny. I would go to heaven one day. I wouldn't have to be punished for my sin. Jesus took the punishment for me. Does that make sense? Now, there's a word, a phrase that the Bible uses to describe this decision that you make, and it's this word called in Christ. Can you say that with me? In Christ. We're going to put the verse up on the screen. The Bible says, if any man, and it means man or woman, if any man, anyone be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. When you make that most important decision, God says, you are not the same anymore. You are not the same anymore. You're a new creation, a new, new person, brand new. I want to teach you two things. Because you say, what am I? Who am I when I receive Jesus? When I'm in Christ, when I'm that new creation, what, what, do I, what does that mean, I'm new? Well, here's two things. This is really important. I want you to get these two. Number one, who am I? I am God's child, and he is my father. I want you to repeat after me. I am God's child, and he is my father. 
Listen, when you believe about Jesus that he died on the cross for your sin, when you believe about Jesus that he rose again from the dead and you pray that prayer of faith, asking him to save you, you become part of a brand new family. You say, what do you mean? I like my own family. I like my family. Not your earthly family, the one here on earth where you go home with. But the Bible says you become part of God's family. The Bible says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Meaning, you become part of God's family. God becomes your father. You become his child when you believe on Jesus. That's awesome. Because now, when you've got issues, when you've got problems, and you will. When you have difficulty going on in your family. Maybe your parents are going through a divorce. Maybe you've got someone in your family that passes away. Maybe you've got a problem that you're facing and dealing with. Now, you have a family that can care for you. And the Bible calls it the church family. That's not the only thing that that means. My decision's coming to get me over here. Um, God is my father. I'm his child. It's not only that we have a new family. It's that I have a perfect father in heaven. You know, there's a period of my life where my earthly father wasn't in my house. He didn't live in our house. Uh, he wasn't, he was away for a long time. And uh, anyone in here uh, live in a house and you, your dad is not there, maybe? Anyone willing to admit that? Listen, I want to tell you something about that. Whether your father passed away, whether your father's not there, when you believe on Jesus, listen to this, you have a perfect heavenly father. This is a perfect heavenly father and you can talk to him just like you talk to an earthly dad. You can pray, say, God, I'm really dealing with this. I'm struggling with this. I need help. He's there. He provides for your needs. He wants to hear you. He wants to listen to you. And just in the same way that you could, if, if you have a father in the home, you could go talk to him and rely on him and he'll provide for you. If you don't have an earthly father in your home, when you believe on Jesus, make that most important decision, you now have a heavenly father that cares for you. That's the first thing. What that means being in Christ. You're a new creation. You're God's child. He is your father. The second thing I want to share with you, though, is this. I am who God says I am. Repeat after me. I am who God says I am. Listen, you are. Our new creation, new creature, new person, the Bible says. Old things are passed away, all things are become new. Before you make this decision, the Bible says we sin. We lie, we're selfish, we're self-centered, we do bad things. But you know what happens? You're not that way anymore. God forgives you. Some of you know of something that you have done. A lie you've told disobeying your parents, the attitude that you've had, something that you've done, and you, there's a sin in your life, there's something that you've dealt with or you've done, and you've never made that decision to re receive Christ, and you need his forgiveness. Those of you that made that decision, God says you are completely forgiven. I won't hold that against you any longer. You're free to live forgiven. Listen, I am who God says I am. God says I'm forgiven. God says I'm his child. You know what that means, though? God defines how important you are. There are some people in this life, Pastor Dave calls them meaners sometimes. Maybe you call them bullies. I don't like them. 
Because they say things to you that make you feel like you're not important and you're not enough. They call you names. They make fun of the way you look. Listen, you are not who people say you are. Say, I am am. who God says I am. am. Listen, if somebody makes fun of the way you look, you don't have to listen to that. If somebody makes fun of you in any way, if they tell you you're not enough, you're not good enough, you're a loser, they call you names, whatever that name is, they don't get to give you your names anymore. God is the one who gives you your name. He calls you a child. He calls you fearfully and wonderfully made. He made you just the way you are. If you're short, it's because God wanted you to be short, and you're perfect just that way. If you, maybe uh, you're good at sports. God wanted you to be good at sports. Maybe you're good at something else. God wanted you to be good at that. God made you just the way you are. Listen, uh, somebody's going to call you a name one day. They're going to call you a loser. They're going to tell you you're not good enough. They're going to call you stupid. They're going to call you fat. They're going to call you ugly. Listen, people use these mean words. And I got to tell you what. There's a phrase you need to learn. I'm going to teach it to you. Can you say with me, I'm not listening? listening. Say it a little bit louder. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. Do you know why? Because I'm who God says I am. I don't have to listen to people that call me names. I'm not who they say I am. They don't define me anymore. When you believe on Jesus, God wants you to live a life that's abundant. He wants you to live a life that's good. He doesn't want you to live a life under somebody that's calling you names, making fun of you. You are who God says you are. You're important. You're special. You are exactly the way God wanted you to be. You're a boy because God wants you to be a boy. You're a girl because God wanted you to be a girl. You're in the household you're in because God wanted you to be there. God made you exactly who, you wanted, who he wanted you to be. And nobody else gets to define that. You understand? Nobody gets to call you names. You just get to say, I'm not listening. I don't listen to you. I listen to God. Listen to the Lord. He will tell you who you get to be.